0: We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to elders past, present and Aboriginal elders emerging. Yeah.
1: The Vale podcast, driven by pioneer Ford Robin Vale. It's worth the drive.
0: So the podcast does look very very different again this week, removed from our cozy home at Network House simply because my eldest son has the sniffles. It's not covid. It's just a cold, but I obviously want to be a responsible parent and not have my boy made a pariah, so I've kept both kids and thus myself home and away from other good people this week. That means that this chat with Sergeant Brett McLaughlin of Robinvale Police was done over Zoom without all of the other fancy gear so I've tried as hard as possible to improve the audio quality, especially mine. My AirPods didn't work as I wanted them to, so I do apologise. But Sergeant Brett has some very important information about COVID penalties and some information about those drug raids that happened here a few weeks ago.
1: I'm one of the sergeants at the police station, and uh, to confuse everything, um, I'm one of the Sergeant McLaughlins. There's two of us.
0: I was going to say, there's a there's another, isn't there? But not another Brett McLaughlin. No,
1: no. So that's right. <laughs> it's a bit <laughs> challenging. Sometimes you hear Sergeant Brett get around because there's uh, two Sergeant McLaughlins or Sergeant Andy get around. So,
0: Right. <laughs> so there's funny. Sergeant Brett, Sergeant Andy and Sergeant Kath. Kath's a Sergeant still, isn't she? So,
1: yeah. So Kath's um, the senior sergeant. So she's mm-hmm. the officer in charge. Then myself... Um, Brett McLaughlin and Andy McLaughlin we're both sergeants and then we've got the rest of the
0: crew. I thought it was me going crazy to be honest.
1: No not at all.
0: Great you're a member of uh, law enforcement you just told me I wasn't crazy is that certifiable? (laughs) 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 Now that I'm recording you yeah (laughs) not
1: crazy. It's um, yeah one of those things um, it's my fault too I'm I'm the newest McLaughlin to come to Robinvale, so yeah I started the mess. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, good on you. So, where have you come to us from, Brett?
1: Just down the road from uh, Swan Hill. So, initially, when I first moved, I was commuting, but now we're, we're living here now, the family's here. So, I was, in, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was in Swan Hill for about uh, seven years and I've uh, just kept on
0: following the Murray up this way. Excellent. Well, this is the best part of the Murray, as anyone that lives in Robinvale well knows. So, welcome yes. to Robinvale. Finally, we like it when uh, when people that work here live here as well, it's good for everybody. Yeah, that's a lovely place, lovely bit of the river. Have you got a boat? No, no, not yet. There you go. That's the bit that always follows that when someone moves to Rombel. No, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably my best piece of advice, actually. So as far as the whole COVID thing, we were just chatting about how every day we need to readjust whether it's families and mums and dads at home homeschooling or whether it's just making allowances for work meetings or whatever it might be. Obviously, the last couple of weeks, We've had to readjust with the whole face mask, you know, when you're out in public and then stage three restrictions returning. How have people locally been as far as compliance goes?
1: Of a rule, um, good. Yeah, um, The goalposts are changing, which you've mentioned, and um, it's really important that uh, people sort of keep themselves up to date. We, we do field a lot of phone calls at the police station, so... One thing the community can definitely do is just get online, get on the uh, DHHS website and um, keep themselves contemporary, just plan their trips, just to make sure they're able to do what they want to do and they won't be contravening the um, Chief Health Officer's instructions. And also, um, some people aren't so good on the internet, so there's a phone number to call as well, a one 675 398 hotline. And um, I invite people, please just um, prepare and um, and um, yeah, either online or make that phone call. Mm.
0: Now, there's we are in stage three restrictions, so there should only be those four reasons to go out. Um, exactly, shopping is one of those, and we know that there's been a lot of um, a lot of angst with regard to the border restrictions because a lot of people from Robinvale, obviously go to Mildura to do their shopping for whatever it might be if now we're not able to get border permits but we need shopping and that's something we can't get in Robinvale, are we able to go to Swan Hill for essential items?
1: Well um, I can't see why not we're in Victoria it's not a hot spot we won't have to self-isolate in all honesty I have to keep myself contemporary because it just continues to change as you, we both live in yeah. the same town and there's certain things that are not there. Um, yeah, so being from Swan Hill, I'm well aware that there's a lot more shopping there, a lot more stores. So um, also we've got medical and caregiving. So um, there's just sort of other areas we may fall into if you need specific medications and bits and pieces like that. Yeah. But once again, you, use that hotline and I use it. I want to make sure I'm compliant. I, I'll, I'll go online and have a good read and just prepare make sure that uh, I'm doing the
0: right thing. I suppose because of the, now the real lack of traffic on the highways, if the highway patrol are out, they're more than likely, particularly between here and Piangle, let's say, they're more than likely to pull you over and just ask a couple of questions.
1: Oh, for sure. Um, the, the highway patrol vehicles, are fitted with um, what's called ANPR Um, number plate recognition, so that's um, a lot of things, like people trying to travel from Melbourne, they'll get picked up because it'll flag on their system. There's lots that the Highway Patrol have that um, a lot of people aren't aware of, so if you're trying to do the wrong thing and you come across one of those uh, BMWs with all the bells and whistles in them, it's a good chance you might get caught.
0: Well, it looks like all the bells and whistles that a BMW comes with are finally starting to pay off the Victoria Police. (laughs) that's positive that um I think people have and I was a bit skeptical about the number plate scanning thing and I know we saw some media on it a month or so ago in Mildura when we first went into stage three lockdown that um Vic Pol were going around scanning number plates and I went surely we don't have that technology maybe I live back in the 80s still I don't know but I went surely not surely they can't do that it would still take in manually inputting and and all that kind of stuff. But are you saying that a highway patrol car can scan your number plate while you're driving? Yes. There's a warning in and of itself, I would suggest. <laughs> not only to slow down, but um, don't travel up here from Melbourne. That's the other thing. Have people been compliant with travelling? I know there's been a couple of companies um, that have had to tell their CEOs and whatnot that were thinking of even still travelling up from Melbourne not to come. Have most... Most people been compliant as far as that travel to and from Melbourne and self-isolating and all that kind of stuff?
1: Um, We've had no issues at all. Um, Platforms like Zoom, which we're using today, and Teams, which we use, Victoria Police a lot, um, it's just other ways to get business done. So a lot of people are opting to do that, which is great. Hmm. Um, Unfortunately, there's a very, very small minority that still choose to do the wrong thing. Thankfully, it is extremely small in Robinvale, which is fantastic. We've, we've had to issue penalty notices, but um, there have been very, very few. And um, there's also scope as well. There's scope on the scale. So when I say that, the scope for us um, to issue a warning, to educate. And then, unfortunately, at the, at the top, if somebody is blatantly doing the wrong thing, we'll yeah, have to issue the penalty notice.
0: Yeah, and that's an interesting point you make, because we do see these videos getting around on social media of people doing the wrong thing getting arrested and I think that's a really important point to make and people are finally I think coming out and defending the police last week we had that woman that was arrested because she was blatantly doing the wrong thing she was warned three times she still did the wrong thing and this is in front of her daughter but that's a really good point that you make that you, there is scope for a warning first before fines are issued. So just don't blatantly do the wrong thing. It's pretty simple, isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: look, that's really that's really pointy end stuff, seeing that where police are having to go to the extent of arresting someone. Um, very, very small minority of the community. Um, I can speak for Robinvale because I'm in Robinvale. Robinvale's been fantastic and there's nobody that's been displaying behaviours like that. Everyone's been uh, getting around each other and, and doing the right thing, which has been great.
0: That is great because we're all very upstanding citizens in robinvale aren't we yeah here yeah. so what are the fines when you talk about issuing issuing penalty notices if someone is yeah. out not wearing a mask not having a mask on them what's the what's the uh, fine for that
1: so the fine's $200 oh. and it's under yeah it's um it's not cheap no yeah.
0: not for a $3 face mask it's not
1: yeah exactly exactly right and um I'm just making sure i get it right. It's under the uh, Public Health and Wellbeing Act, just reading off a bit of paper next to me. So it's, yeah, $200. And um, if some people um, that have continued to do that, that's the pointy end stuff which I was talking about before. You've seen them being arrested. On right. It. Um, if they continue that offence, continuation of offence, police can arrest. Mm.
0: And that's the same yeah. with many offences, I would imagine, isn't it? If If someone continually is a repeat offender, then the penalties get heftier for want of a better word. Well,
1: yeah, sure. Like we have powers. So continuation of offence under the Crimes Act that can continue to offend, So yet we can arrest uh, without getting to too many specifics. And there's different levels of offences, summary offences and indictable offences. So, um, but yeah, once again, thankfully not in Robin Vale. Robin Vale's of been very not. good with such things.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't and, it be yeah. nice if we could just set up Robin Vale as a bubble and we could do whatever we want because we have been so compliant and so good and still COVID-free.
1: Yes, yes. Hmm. That sounds fantastic. I'm more than happy to be here with my family. I'm happy <laughs> to say that.
0: Absolutely. We'll quote, quote you on that as well. Um so the consequences for home gatherings, because of course we can't have visitors in the homes now. Has there been obviously not in Robinvale because we wouldn't do that? But what are the consequences and <laughs> the penalties for for home gatherings?
1: Yeah, sure. There's there's more fines that can be had. Um, if if there's good continuation, can go up to a court appearance and up to even ten thousand dollar fine. So it's quite hefty. Um, wow. If you, there's other, um, it's one thousand six hundred fifty two dollars for a person to fail to comply with the chief health officer directions. So that would be the home gathering. But it can go right up to the $10,000 if somebody just continues to do it. Wow. Um, and, if, yeah, a body corporate. So if um, one of the local businesses um, contravenes those um, directions, $9,913. So wow. it's a tremendous amount of money, huge punishments, yeah.
0: So just do the right thing and avoid a $10,000 fine. Yes, well, look, I'm
1: I'm, all, I'm quite happy to say, you can, more, uh, you can quote me on this, I do not want to give out these penalty notices, um, especially mm. in times like this when people have lost their jobs. It's the last thing I want to do. But, um, yeah, just please make sure you prepare yourself if you're going to go out just do the right thing and um, take care of each other and get around each other and, yeah, hopefully we'll get to the other side of this sooner rather than later.
0: Now, there was one thing, I think... I think most people have been compliant. It's the very small minority that are doing the wrong thing in other parts of the state. But I suppose it's, we have to remind people that are coming over the border residents that come over from Houston to do their groceries and shopping and things in Robinvale. You guys have to wear a mask while you're in Victoria too, don't they?
1: Yeah, of course. That's mm. right. And um, actually one of our colleagues um, He's um, he was very good. He's actually moved on from uh, from Houston, but one of our colleagues he um come over and he'd have his mask on. He'd always remember it. He's, he'd keep it in the car. So yeah, he's uh,
0: was that Andy? Was that Andy that's Houston? moved on? Uh, yeah. Oh, Morgan. Morgan. there's a, apparently a Charlie has been talking about an imaginary Andy that was supposed to play basketball for Ockemos they had a uniform and everything made for him. And now apparently he's disappeared. So we're just saying that Charlie's got an imaginary friend that happens to be a police officer, oh. and that's fine. Mm. Okay. We'll just nod and smile and carry on with that. Um, Brett, I wanna ask you, and I don't know how much you can comment on this, but a few weeks ago, it came out on socials and in the media that there'd been some rather large drug raids in the area. And in fact, all the way down to Kerrang in the Gunnawarra Shire resulting in a lot of arrests and a lot of unsavory activity cash and drugs and all that kind of thing does the general public need to be i mean obviously we're very concerned but should we be worried is this a danger to the community i mean apart from telling your kids not don't touch drugs should we Mm. be worried um well in short no um this
1: there was um some drug raids done as you said this spanned all the way from tasmania um so it was both um from Tasmania Federal, um, had our detectives from uh, the Klenestine Labs in Melbourne involved, lots of other agencies. So it was actually a, a syndicate which had made, it, made its way, um, as you said, in the Gunnawara and Mallee area. Um, yeah, so there's uh, six arrests all up, um, two of those in Robinvale. So um, numerous things were seized. I think you, you mentioned drugs, cash, um, there's also some luxury cars seized as proceeds, um, some precursor chemicals. So it was quite elaborate and um, some excellent work done by um, by everyone concerned. So, yeah, those are um, people involved before the courts at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. We at um, Romba Muldura, other areas, um, were aware of the operation. It's- some um, special duties unit and um, our DRU and and other detectives assisted. But um, unfortunately, um, yeah, I know just about as much as you, um, Mm. just because, yeah, I was um, sort of at arm's length away from it.
0: Mm. Well, I suppose if it's a federal operation, they do keep things very, very quiet so that they can come in and make the arrests and make sure they're arresting the right people in a lawful way so that they can
1: put them in the bin for want of a better term. Yeah, yeah, no, it's quite significant. Um, All reports are that it was a very, very extensive investigation that, yeah, spanned from Tasmania um, all the way sunny Robbenvale and uh, toward Melbourne and the like. So, yeah, it's quite extensive.
0: Was it? Because we read that some of the meth labs set up, you know, in Robbenvale and Bannerton. Does geography play a, a big part here because in Bannerton it's so wide open and you could pretty much do whatever you want unless the police sort of get a whisper that there's things going on so just do you think geography plays a big part in in where the syndicates get into I mean if it came from Tasmania I would imagine a lot of people from Tasmania don't have Robin Bale on their radar even
1: um I think it's without um been terribly educated in the field. I've, I've never thought um, terribly about it. Um, what I'm trying to say is, well, if it's spanning out from Tasmania all the way to Roma vale, Melbourne, I think they're possibly just using where's a, where where is available and um, mm. where they are located. So some of these people. So obviously we had some Tasmanians doing it, some Victorians, and um, yeah, they're just using what, what is available. Makes sense that if you're out um, in Robinvale in the back back blocks, and not many people know the areas except the local police. Well, sure, um, yeah, it might be a good place to hide. But um, as you know, we drive around the back blocks, we uh, mm. get around, we, we speak to everyone, and all of a sudden there's a
0: lot of cars at an address we haven't seen them there before. Well, it's going to tweak our interest.
1: Mm. So, and um, that's yeah. the
0: thing: police have very different observational skills than. Mere mortals like like myself,
1: do you? <laughs> yeah. Well, look, and even um, well, police are nothing without the community as well. So it's just even members of the community going, "There's something weird happening at this address," and they let us know. Mm. We follow it up. So um, mm. yeah, we definitely need the community as well. And a lot of people are pretty um, pretty switched on out there, and and can understand something's not quite right. So they they mm. let us know, and we look into it
0: yeah that's it and it gets back to that old adage if you see something say something yes definitely speaking of which the police we see the ads on tv with the police phone number because if you look up the Robinvale police station on google it takes you to the mildura one and people are like i don't want to call mildura i want to call straight to the robin vale uh, watch house are we able to do that or do we call the one three number that we see on television what's the best way to get in contact yep. with you guys
1: yeah, sure. So um, if you if you go um, call us sometimes, we, we may be out in the road. So now we actually get diverted through to Swan Hill. Ah. Um, yeah. Robin Vale's under the Swan Hill banner now. Excellent. In line with the council. hmm um, That PAL number, which um, Police Assistance Line, is fantastic. So uh, if you need to report something that um, might be lost property or something that's happened that's... Um, not immediate. There was some fantastic commercials when you need the police, but you don't need the sirens.
0: Yeah, the lights and you sirens, yeah. yeah.
1: So that that's that's your perfect gauge. But what will happen also, if you call the police assistance on, they they deem it to be urgent. They'll actually let us know.
0: Oh, right, okay.
1: So, um, either way, you're going to get to where you need to get to. So, yeah. Excellent. You can you always call us is? at the station. Um, 131 i Hopefully 131. I'm right. <laughs> I'm going to get a smack on it. I'm gonna get a smack if I get that wrong. I tell you.
0: <laughs> what's the um, oh, no, What's the number it? at the station? Uh,
1: 50263 002. and that that one there, you can um, you can call us. We apologise if we're out in the road. We're usually only down the street or out in the blocks, um, not far away. Hmm. But always the best way to get us is on 000 when you really need us. What I tell to people all the, I tell people all the time is when you're dialing triple zero, that person you're talking to is an operator that talks on our radio. So you're literally oh, right. connected to you're literally connected to us in the castle. So if something very urgent you need, is is the quickest form to get hold of us. And yeah, I can't I can't urge um, members of the public enough. Triple O is the best way to get us when you really right. need.
0: Right, yeah, that's the emergency line, and I think everyone, hopefully by now, everyone knows that it's triple zero and not nine one one. We had a bit of an issue with that about a decade or so ago. Can you remember when people would call nine one one?
1: Yeah, we had. Um, I think we had a TV show that was pretty popular for a while mm. there and yeah that um yeah that happened but um <laughs> thankfully um yeah <laughs> that's a thing of the past
0: <laughs> thank goodness so one three one triple four is the number to call when you don't need lights and sirens is that correct can we confirm it's that
1: 131 is pal assistance line
0: oh. perfect we'll put all those up on the website Thanks very much for checking in with us today. We haven't had... Crystal's moved on, hasn't she? Because she was the one that would normally come on and talk to us about the
1: community. Crystal, she's um, uh, off to Ballarat. Um, So um, she originates from down that way. She's probably told her that before. And Mm -hmm. um, she's going to have baby number one.
0: Is she? Yes, very exciting. exciting. Oh, well, fair enough. I I can imagine she wants to be closer to family then, so I'll forgive her from moving away. But... Welcome to Robin Vale, finally. We'll yes. have to have you on a few more times, and if there's ever any updates, please let us know, because we have the ability sure. now to reach a lot of people pretty quickly with this little fancy technology that we've got now.
1: Ah, will do. Wonderful.
0: Thanks very much, Brett. Appreciate your time.
1: Thanks for listening to the Vale Podcast, driven by pioneer Ford Robin Vale. It's worth the drive. Remember to support our sponsors and shop local. Subscribe at theveilpodcast